And we're joined on the line now by our uh, analyst, uh, Narina Fisser, who is a strategist at ETFSA. Good morning, Narina. Good morning, Sakina. Hey, hey, it's Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. See, um, Clive should watch out. I like hey, hey, it's Friday. <laughs> so we could adopt that one. But, uh, you know, with all the focus on Greece and uh, Chinese markets this week, we haven't really spoken about indicators in the United States. Now, uh, what is the latest from the Fed and their plan to increase interest rates in the U.S., Narina? Um, I think one of the things that we saw coming out this week were the minutes from the the last Fed meeting, which was held in June. And despite the fact that these that this meeting and therefore the minutes dates from before the Greece crisis and um, certainly the meltdown in Chinese markets, there was already some indication in that that caution is is, is very evident in in the Fed. I think they are very aware of the potential risk of increasing interest rates too soon and thereby derail. The, uh, the, the, the U.S. Um, economic recovery. So, um, although many people might look at this and say they are that they might delay the interest rate increase because they are concerned about um, Greece and, and and China and other emerging markets, the truth really is that the strength in the U.S. dollar is, is what's causing the potential derailment of the of the U.S. economy. We've got U.S. companies um, having globalized in recent years, and the the extent of their of their earnings, they they non-dollar-based earnings um, is such that that it really could affect the U.S. economy quite sharply. So I think we're certainly going to have to continue monitoring this, but I think there's maybe a bit of a sense creeping in that um, even the penciling in of September for that first interest rate increase is is becoming more unlikely. This is, you know, it's it's, it's not going to be a way forever. The question is is, is more when rather than if. We know they're going to uh, increase those interest rates, but it, it might only come in the first quarter of next year. Mm. And, and, and just staying on that tip, at uh, the last local MPC meeting, our governor, Khanyaho, uh, gave a stern warning that uh, we should expect local rates to increase sooner rather than later, Narina. Now, uh, do you think that events of the last few weeks may change this? I, I don't really think so. So unlike, um, I think, in the U.S. where there's maybe the potential that they wait a bit longer, I do think that we don't really have that luxury in, in South Africa. Um, we have sort of the, 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 the inverse of what's happening in the U.S. in the sense that the weakening um, rand, of course, puts inflationary pressures on, on the South African consumer as well as producer. And I think we've heard a lot of stern talk from from Kanyaho. We've heard a lot of um, warning to to sort of tighten the belt and make sure that we are ready for this increase. And I think this is more an indication now of of not just following up on, on what they've been talking about, but really sort of containing inflation expectations. I think that's become incredibly important in the South African economy, where um, whether it's through loan, loan agreements, whether it's through administered price increases, such as electricity increases, it's very important to contain the expectations in inflation, because that more often than not almost becomes like a self-fulfilling prophecy. So I'm afraid, I think in, in, in our local case, um, I think it's, it's almost a, a certain that we will see interest rates rise further before the end of this year. Mm. And um, here's one that, uh, you know, um, I'm looking for clarity on at least. MTN Zakele announced this week uh, that it's preparing to list on the JSE. Now, how does this compare to the MTN shares that are already listed on the JSE? 
Okay, so MTN Zakele is the, is the BEE share scheme um, that's been in, in existence since 2010 and certainly also has been um, has been around um, you know for, for quite a long time in terms of ownership by people but there was a almost a, a parallel market to the JSC created through OTC trading or the over-the-counter trading and this is not just for, for the MTN Zakele shares but there's also um, shares or schemes such as Vodacom's year by year to the multi-choice Putuminati the Suffolk and Zala scheme, all of these have been trading quite actively on an OTC platform. But earlier this year, the FSB announced that they will no longer allow these OTC platforms to operate and that, they, that the, these um, share schemes will need to look to either start trading on the JSE or they would actually have to look at an alternative exchange mechanism. This is all still part of the of the G20 regulatory agreements that was, were reached after the global financial crisis where they're really looking to formalize stock exchanges and, and OTC exchanges to actually bring it into under the control of the regulator. So in, in um, MTN's case, um, they have now, they, they're fast approaching their, their listing on the JSE. They've been given an extension until October by the FSB to either start list, uh, trading on, on the JSE or to, to um, formalize its OTC exchange. So, so just maybe for the benefit of people that are not familiar with the share scheme, essentially Zakele owns uh, 4% of MTN. So it's, it's um, virtually its sole asset is that of MTN. It's certainly been a very good performer for the, for the shareholders who've owned that. And one of the big differences between the, call it the regular BEE that we, oh, oh sorry, the regular MTN that we're familiar with is that the Sakeli scheme does not pay out any dividends. Rather, the dividends that are created by its ownership in MTN is used to pay off the debt um, of acquiring that stake. And uh, it currently trades at about 15 to 20 percent discount to the fair value. So there's definitely an opportunity for further value creation to come through. And I think it's going to be a very interesting one to, to have that as an alternative to the regular MTN shares on the bourse. And I think um, we might see more of these coming on, as I mentioned. Vodacom, MultiChoice and Sussel also have these schemes that need to be formalized in the near future.